Another one bites the dust. What's going on, everybody? This is Steven. I'm here with Heath, and this is Tillman's Corner Sports Talk. Thank you for joining us. Another top 10 team bit the dust versus an unranked opponent. Ole Miss falls to LSU 45-20. to Heath, now both of us had LSU winning, but I don't think anybody, even if you're a diehard LSU fan, I don't think you saw that coming. No, LSU looked really good. Saturday, like you said, we both picked that as our upset alert. That's two weeks in a row we've hit that on the head. We picked Alabama getting upset, and now we just picked Ole Miss. But like I said, LSU looked really good. They, You can look in their schedule. They have figured something out offensively. Last two games, they've scored 45. And to me, the Zach Evans not being there for Ole Miss really hurt them. He's one of their top backs, along with Juckins. And then really, when Ole Miss fell behind, LSU flipped the switch at halftime. Yeah, that quarterback he got hit every single play. Their D line yeah. and their linebackers were absolutely getting after him, and yeah, and it didn't help that answer. I don't know if they got hurt during the game or they came into the game. They had I think two freshmen playing on the offensive line. Ole Miss did, I believe. Um, I I'm, think, yeah, I'm not sure. uh, but anyway, I mean, whether or not they were, I mean, yeah, he got he was literally, I mean, he was getting hit every single play. Um, and, I mean, we were hard on LSU uh, to start the year. To me, they seem like they figured something out. Yeah. And it seems like uh, he's Daniels is running the ball more. Yeah, Daniels is running the ball. He threw for, like, 300-plus against Florida. He looked good against Ole Miss. Now, I don't know how good Ole Miss's defense is, but it looks like a bunch of them guys have bought in, and they can really get after the passer. Now, I've talked to Matt, or probably our only LSU fan that listens to this. We're going to get him on next week. Before the Bama game, I want to get his prediction. Good, we'll get some trash we'll talk. Trash going. talk. I should have got him on this week because they're coming off a high. But we're going to get him on next week. Both teams we'll talk about the game. Both teams have they have just as they have had years past, several years in the row. Yeah. Both teams have a bye, so Alabama has two weeks to prepare. LSU has two weeks to prepare. We'll get into that a little bit later in the show. Uh, local shout out. Let's just do South first. So South Alabama had a great has was still has a great year. Has been having a great season. Barely lost to UCLA. Um, falls to Troy in a offensive juggernaut of a game. Neither offense could be stopped. Abs- I'm absolutely being sarcastic. Ten to six. South Alabama loses ten to six, which is what the sixth year in a row they've lost to Troy. Yeah, something like that. It, it wasn't a very good game. I was actually at the game, brought the family out. We had a great time, but it wasn't a good game. South Alabama really couldn't get anything going offensively. The quarterback, he missed basically two wide-open touchdowns. Uh, David, season ticket holder, he said, hey, all he does, he doesn't put any touch. He just rivals it, and that's what he did. Pretty much, like, I had multiple people come up to me because they found out I went to the South game. They were like, Man, that South quarterback's trash. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I don't want to call the kid trash or nothing. He made two, he had two bad throws. He had a bad game. And I will say, uh, the offensive coordinator for South, he didn't help him out. Troy's front seven was very good. He just kept trying to run the ball. And every time they ran the ball, it put South in second and ten, third and long. South was killing him on the quick game, you know, the quick outs, the hitches and stuff. They were getting five, six yards every time. And it's like the two last drives of the game, they were moving the ball, looking like they were about to score. Uh, Applewhite, that's his name, Major Applewhite. Major Applewhite, yeah. He'd call a run and play, boom, get three-yard loss. There went the drive. The officiating was not very good. 
it was pretty bad. South's defense hung in as long as they could. To me, I hate short week games. If you're gonna, to me, if you're gonna play a Thursday night game, you need to have a bye the week before. I don't get playing your biggest rivalry and one of the biggest games of the year for South playing it on a short week. I know they don't really have. I don't think they have anything to do with that. Yeah, but I don't like that. But like you said, still a positive season. They're five and two. Everything they want, I think, is still in front of them. I think if I believe if they went out and Troy loses another game, I still think South can go to the Sun Belt Championship and possibly host it. So yeah, yeah. Hopefully they can again quarterback it and trash. He had a bad game. I was able to watch um, yeah. from the second quarter on. Um, yeah, I mean, South's got a really good receiving core. They do. Uh, I was, you know, they were talking about the fast, quick game and getting it to these guys. I didn't see, um, actually went to Faith Academy, Colin Lacey on the field. I I didn't see him utilized as much as I thought that he has been. I mean, he was on the field, but as far as like in the offensive game plan, it seemed like they went two wide receiver a lot. Yeah, they went two wide receivers a lot. Just run it down their throat, which they weren't having any success. Um, Hopefully they can pull it together. They still have a very successful season. Hopefully they Hopefully, they can keep it up. Um, if you saw our Instagram story, and we actually talked about them last week, another local shout-out. Uh, we went to the Theodore High School football versus uh, Sarahland High School game. Both undefeated, both top three in the state in 6A football. This is, was this was an incredible all overall atmosphere. It's probably the most... I mean, you know, we've been going to high school football games our whole life with our parents and then just us and then friends or whatever. Um, probably the best yes. high school atmosphere I've ever been at. Absolutely. It, I've never seen anything like it. And so what we're saying, Coach Kelly, the Sarahlands head coach, he, he said he's never seen anything like it. And they've been to the state championship. He said he's never yeah. seen anything like it. And like I said, I went to the South game Thursday, and I was at that game. To me, the Theodore game was louder. But now, granted, that's because everyone was compact. I'm t- this was insane. There was people in the stairways. There was people sitting in each other's laps. I mean, yeah, it, the, I, I would – from what I found online, that stadium can seat around seven to eight. I would guess there was nine to 10,000 people there yeah, because both insane. sides were packed. They were standing along the fence line, yeah. people behind the, the bleachers, you know, the kids and whatever, just goofing yeah. off. But then even, like you said, people standing block. The sheriffs actually had to come up and clear people out because they were blocking the stairway that you couldn't – like nobody could get up in the stands or out. Um, so they actually had to come clear them. Huge, I mean, tons and tons and tons of people. Yeah, and the game lived up you know, lived up to the expectations. Theodore won 27-26. They kicked the field goal at about a minute 20. We were both excited because – Saraland has a high school Alabama commit. He's a sophomore, Ryan Will- Ryan Williams. Ryan Williams. To me, listen, I saw some flashes. He had a, a great punt return. He basically just outrun everybody to the sideline. And yeah. you know, when you're the fastest kid, they didn't use him as much. And what what Saraland was doing, they were going trips one way and putting him by himself. And when when you go trips one way and you go single on the other side, you got to go man-to-man on that single. Yeah. To me, they could have thrown it to him all night. The quarterback yeah. missed him on a wide-open touchdown. He didn't put oh, any touch. Yeah, he had the guy beat. He had a great a back shoulder touchdown. I think he had two catches, two or three. Yeah, towards, he didn't have a ton. Towards um, the beginning of the game, he was trying to do too much and lost yeah. some yards, but he was um, really impressive. Yeah, yeah. You know, again, only a sophomore, and yet he has offers from tons of D1 schools. Um I was actually reading up as a freshman last year. So he runs track also. As a freshman, he ran the 200 meter in like 22 something, ran the 100 meter in like 
10.9 as a true fre- oh, yeah, as a freshman That's in high wild. school. I mean, you imagine, wild. you know, a couple more years. I mean, still the rest of this season, and then his junior and senior year. If he can stay healthy, hopefully he does. Um, he's going to be a very special player, one of the top players to come out of this area in a while. You were really impressed with Sarah Lance's quarterback. Yeah, he uh, watched. You can just tell he plays baseball also. Everything was sidearm. Everything was like sidearm. He had some over the top. Just whatever angle he had to throw it to get it to his guy. Very, 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 very fast release. Had a had a cannon. I mean, there was one throw that like I think he was running, falling backwards, and threw off of one foot, and it was a it was a rocket 30, 40 yards down the field. On a, a rope. Missile, dude. On a rope. Um, so I mean, still young, had some bad plays. He's only a sophomore. I mean, but overall, very impressed. Um, so, you know, hopefully both of those, I don't know at what if they they're both gonna make the playoffs, but at what stage of the playoffs they'll have to make it to face each other again. We may get to go watch it again in the playoffs. We may want to see what happens? It'd be hard to beat them twice in a row or yeah. twice in one season. Give me Sarah Land Bob Moody. Yeah, I, I thought Sarah Land's gonna beat them. I that they I don't think. And this is we're we're about to wrap up. Sarah Land key stat. Sarah Land had nine offensive snaps in the second half. Theodore just ran. Theodore's got one way to win. That's just run the ball, kill the clock. Because if you just they keep giving Sarah, Land, they don't throw the ball. Sarah Land's too explosive. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, I don't see him beating them again. If they actually should, because they missed extra point and a field goal. So, should have won that game. But we're going to move on to another segment. And this is, we've already done this one earlier at the beginning, before the football season even started. But, yeah, I'll text the heat today. It was so ridiculous at the time, but is even more ridiculous now. So, before the season started, Desmond Howard comes out and puts out his playoff teams, his four playoff teams. And... Uh, Everybody, you know, it was some. We'll get to the teams in a minute, but everybody was saying what bad picks they are. Well, what seven games into the season, it is so obvious how horrible these picks. And it's like, dude, you do this for a living? I mean, even at the time, people was like, we were like, no, there's no way that's happening. I mean, two of the picks I don't hate, and I'll let you give those teams. I think you're looking up the record now. Um, I know one of the teams I had in my playoff prediction, and they've kind of fallen off and, you know, not doing very well. But uh, this guy does this for a living and pick these 14. Who did he have, Heath? He had Texas A&M, Pitt, Baylor, and Michigan. I got their records right here. Michigan, not a bad pick. They're 7-0. and They look like yeah. they could be on their way. Not a bad one. But then it goes Baylor. Steven had Baylor. I had Baylor. Baylor is 4-3. and three. That's yeah. not very good. And then Pitt is 4-3. and three. They look terrible. And then the kicker of all, which he's not the only one that had this team, but a lot yeah. of but Texas A&M is three and four. They're on the verge of not making a bowl game. They still got to play Ole Miss. They still got to play LSU, I believe. They got Florida, I know that, and they got Auburn. They could lose three of those games and not make a bowl game. Yeah. they. Um, and he had Texas A&M winning it all. That's I mean, I think people. I was. I thought Texas A&M would have a good season, but I said they were overrated. I didn't have. Yeah, I think we both had them overrated. I think it, where are we, I had them in like eight wins, nine wins. I think. Yeah. So not like a horrible team, but you know, kind of an average team. And actually, I'll throw this one in there too. Another did I do that? LSU rushing their fans rushing the field after they beat Ole Miss. Now again, unranked 
beating a number seven team. Your favorite, you were favored in the game, so you were favored. You rushed the field, and they got fined two hundred a quarter of a. Now that's that's chump change. The you know these big colleges, but got fined a quarter of a million dollars. I think they were trying to figure out the best path and the how they wanted to do it when they do it to Alabama. Think so? Yeah, that's what that might be. That's what they were thinking. That might be what it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, come on now. Speaking of rushing the field, we're going to move on to Alabama topic. <laughs> Last week against Tennessee, everybody obviously rushed the field. We saw what they did to the goalpost, threw it in the, some river. I don't know. Um, tore up the turf or the grass. Um, and then this video comes out showing Jermaine Burton um, smack and reaching out and smack. I don't know if he like gave her a stiff arm or just smacked her across the face. He, he smacked her. And um, so he did that. That comes out. Um, Nick Saban says we're going to handle it internally. And uh, he got a lot of flack for not suspending him for the Mississippi State game and for basically handling it internally. Uh, so give go ahead give your th- what are your thoughts on that and then I'll give mine. So after the game, after the game, Saban comes out and says, you know, after the Mississippi State game, he comes out and says, you know, we're not suspending Burton. He we talked. Burton told me he was scared, and Saban said I was scared too. And we got to start. We got to respect people better. And he's got to go through some like therapy or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, he's working with. So, yeah, some kind of I don't I, he said it's not anger management like some people are saying, but it is so, some kind of counseling. And I know there's a lot of people out there who say you shouldn't storm the field. You know, what that's what makes college college. I mean, come on. Yeah. So here's my thing. If you play football at any level, the number one thing you are told if you think there's fixing to be a fight, if you or anything, put your helmet on. Jermaine Burton he lied. The dude's not scared. You in the video clearly. He's walking. He's got his helmet in his head. If you're scared, put your helmet on. You're not scared. He wasn't running. He yeah. was walking. He was probably well, he's sizing somebody up. I think he is scared. I mean, he's scared to play good. I mean, if he wanted to be, he's scared. You're scared of a girl. What what are you scared of her for? What did she do? She didn't do anything to you. Yeah. She didn't stop you. Um, she didn't cause you not to play good. Yeah. Give me a I I'm disappointed. I don't know. I mean, clearly she could have said something to him. Could have said something racist. Could have said anything. You know, any, I don't think she could have said anything I, it was, to warrant it was him so, hitting her. It was so fast. I mean, now again, you don't like you said. You don't know what she said running up. I don't think she said anything because you know he said he was scared. So the scared thing, I guess, not for him specifically, but overall, I can see where it could be scary for players because people get crazy. Well, why wouldn't I mean, you put your helmet seen, on? No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not him specifically. He was not scared. I'm yeah. talking about just people in general. I can see where a player, a player could get scared because I mean, fans get in fights and stuff all the time over stuff. I mean, fans. I mean, when have you? When? Have, but yeah, yeah. Put your helmet on if you're get off and run know, off the field. Run off the field. Put your helmet on. Um, I was I was surprised we didn't see you know Saban's bodyguard, the troopers tackling somebody like they did that one time. Um, but put your helmet on, and you know the girl wasn't running directly at him. It was like she walked. It was in. in she's walked in front of him. It was a passing. He and she was actually kind of passing him. He reached out and just whack right in the face. And you know my thing is, I, I've been walking with my head down, and somebody walks in front of me, and I kind of jump back, 
And if he would have jumped back and kind of, you know, put his fist up like he maybe thought somebody was trying to hit him or something, that's understandable. But not why, did, why would you hit her? You're not scared. Give me a break with the scared. If you're scared, you'd have your helmet on. I mean, come yeah. on, dude. Come on. Yeah. When have you heard of a fan, uh, player getting like, uh, look, they've run off the field. It happens all the time in the NFL. They run off the field. People are throwing beer bottles at them. People are throwing stuff at them. What do they do? They put their helmet on. Yeah. You're not – He's give me a break. He's not scared. Um. Now, as far as – He's scared as, to play good, I'll tell you that. Yeah, he, he's mm, – mm, we'll get to that here in a little bit. Um. Now, I will say, as far – I'm not really – I know a lot of people were – hating on Saban and saying, oh, he needs to punish him, he needs to suspend him, he needs to do this. I wouldn't say I'm disappointed in the so-called punishment because it's it fits the pattern of what – I mean, ever since Saban's been there, typically he hasn't – unless something really bad happens or – you really don't know because they keep stuff so – you know, between the coaches and the – unless something's, like, public, like, hey, this yeah, guy – Yeah, Pete Golden got unless, hey, DUI yeah. getting it suspended. Hey, so this I guy mean, hey this guy got a DUI. Unless it's something public like that, if it's, like, violation of team rules, a lot of times you don't know what happened. But typically, I mean, they do handle stuff internally, so it's not like – and another thing is Burton's not a star player. It's not like – it's not like it was if, – if Gibbs had done it, or Bryce Young had done it, and then they then people would be like, "Oh, he's a star player. He didn't want to like Burton's a you know." I don't even know why he's starting to be honest. Um, we wouldn't have missed him. Yeah, we wouldn't miss him this whole season. Really, my, my thing, is, I'm not. I don't have a problem with suspended. My biggest thing was, I don't like Saban coming out and saying that Burton told him he was scared. Give me a break. He wasn't scared. He was walking. With his helmet in his hand, if you're scared, you would put your helmet on. You're not I – mean, it's just common sense. That is something you're taught as daggum peewee football. If – put your helmet on. If you think there's fixing to be a fight, put your helmet on. You was not scared. Give no. me a break. Yeah. Put your helmet on. Get it out of there. But moving on to the actual game. So, Alabama beat Mississippi State as they do – just about every year, especially after a loss, poor Mississippi State. Mike Leach is brutal. Yeah, uh, thirty to six. But so we have this question here: Did Alabama step up after last week? And for me, yes and no. Yes, the defense. Now Mississippi State did move the ball, um, but Mississippi. I mean, Will, Rod- Will Rogers is a good quarterback. Mississippi State, over the course of this season, they've had a good offense. So I expected them to move the ball some. Um, and, you know, the type of offense they run, it does take a little bit, even though you see it every single year, it takes a little bit to adjust kind of in the game of get a feel for their offense and that type of thing. So as far as, yes, the defense stepped up, but even though we only put up – or not only, even though we put up 30 points – I. It was a kind of a boring game. The offense did not – I mean, you know, you mentioned Mike Leach is nut. He was going for it on fourth down from his own, like, 30-yard line. He didn't have to. Yeah. He went for it on fourth and three instead of kicking a field goal. And it's not like, oh, my team can't stop him. Mississippi State got the ball. They punted. Bam got the ball. Three and out. Punted. Mississippi State drove it down there. Could have kicked the field goal to take the lead. Three nothing. He went for it. Didn't get it. He does weird things. He actually came out in a press conference and said his players are scared of Alabama. He said if you of want their dr- jersey. Of their jersey. He said if you want to dress up for something at Halloween and scare his players, 
wear an Alabama jersey and they all get scared. I thought that was <laughs> I thought that was an interesting thing to say. But yeah. So I think our defense normally always does good against Mississippi yeah. State. They hadn't scored a touchdown in Tuscaloosa since yeah. 2014. And that last touchdown was like literally the last to me play. It was of the game. They should have kind of took a knee or something. I don't no. know. Yeah, I mean I didn't I didn't I wasn't upset they tried to score. No, I, mean, I, no, I, I just I, thought well, Yeah. Now I I did like so they scored it was I mean it was literally the last play of the game. I did like that the leadership of Helms to kind of even though I mean it was a blowout that that touchdown didn't mean anything at all but he still kind of jumped on the younger guy that was in there and said hey you didn't do your job you supposed to have the running back hey man you, we could have stopped him from scoring so I I like that they're Helms probably was doing but he was probably taking out frustration <laughs> he was probably <laughs> doing to the younger guy what the coaches did to him after his performance against Tennessee yeah um but. Dude, this, I mean, if you look at the box score, like all the stats, not the box score, the, all, all the team stats, like dead with even. first downs, total yards, passing, I mean, it's pretty much dead even dead in even. every single category. Alabama only rushed for 29 yards That's a, I looked as up, a team, 29 Alabama, yards. Yeah, I looked up today. Alabama had was averaging 1.1 yard of carry. Now, like I said, the sacks. I could average 1.1 yard sack, of carry. That's right. The sacks take off the yardage. I think Bryce was like four carries for negative 13 yards or yeah, something. but still. Everything is hard. We were texting during the game. Everything just seems hard. Bryce literally has to be Superman back there just running around and trying to make a play. I did the math today. Our receivers just aren't getting the job done. Of course, Bill O'Brien, he's not getting the job done. We say that every single week. But let me look at the numbers for the receivers. This is for the year. This is eight games, dude. Our leading receiver has 376 yards over eight games. Like, are you kidding me? If if you just doubled that number, that's 750 yards for the season. And yeah. that's giving them an extra game. because Leading receiver. Yeah, you don't play 16 games. I think you play 15 if you make it to the national championship. So If you play your conference championship. Yeah, and uh, it's just, it's yeah, you, like you said, we talk about Bill O'Brien and how he's not getting the job done. If you don't watch the games, you would think we're being stupid and don't know what we're talking about. So I actually, you've heard me talk in the past and last week about busted plays, about there's too many busted plays. Bryce is making a play. It's not Bill O'Brien drawing up a good play. It's busted plays. I actually kept count. I hadn't kept counting every single game, so I don't know the percentages of every other game. Against Mississippi State, I counted busted plays as uh, it would be a pass play, a called pass play where – Bryce is sitting there, and he basically can't find anybody open, so he starts running around. He starts running around, or he's just sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. So busted play is all the receivers have run the route they're supposed to run. Now it's just get open. Um, so I counted 15 busted plays on this while Bryce was in the game. Let me get it pulled up here. So – he attempted 35 passes and had four carries, so that was either sacks or, or um, he you know ran a little bit because it was a busted play. So basically, 39 plays were called that were passes. 15 of them were busted plays. That's a percentage of just under 39 percent. 30. So, so basically, almost four out of 10 passing plays against Mississippi State are. Busted plays and Bryce is just sitting back there eating a sandwich, you know. I mean, which he's good at it. That's part. Of, I understand that. That's part of the game. You're not gonna fool the defense and have somebody open every single play. 
but 40% of your passing plays is your quarterback having to run around and just find somebody because you can't scheme something to get these guys open. Yeah, it's it's, it's not good. It, you've got to just got to be more creative. And I listen, I, I'm thinking it's 70 70 I'll say 60-40. 60% Billy O's fault, 40% the receiver's fault. Because last year, listen, J-Mo, he had a great year. Mechie had a great year. Both over, I think they were both over 1,000 yards. Yeah. Both had a bunch of touchdowns. So, I don't know. I'm, it, it It's so, it's frustrating. And honestly, it's not going to relate to a national championship. To me, this I mean, is we a- may make the playoffs just because and people – I hate when people say, well, Alabama fans, they're just poor, blah, blah, blah. Listen, we, Alabama, look at the roster. We literally have a top two team in the country. You, or top, top Alabama, two Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia. Those three rosters, they're just better than everybody else's roster. I'm not saying the team is better. I'm not saying none of that. I'm not saying the coaching's better. The team, the roster is better. The pure talent. So you yeah. should be able to beat these teams. And people said, well, Alabama got the lead and they just coasted. When is the last time Alabama just that we didn't score a touchdown the whole second half? You can't yeah. tell me they were was, just like wasn't it 20, okay? Was it twenty four in the first quarter? No, 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 no. No, it was, so it was first half. Yeah, so it was twenty four nothing after after the first half, and people were like, "Well, we just coasted. We were being, you know, conservative." Are you kidding me? No, I mean, yeah, to a certain degree we were. But come on, man. I mean, we were trying to score. Bryce was out there the whole third quarter and most of the fourth quarter trying to score, running for his life. Yeah, and this is, to me, this is why I say it's more, because you said 60-40. I'll say 70-30, maybe even go as far as 75-25, Bill's fault. This is why I say it's more scheme than receivers. The year Devontae Smith won the Heisman, Jalen Waddle goes out, right? And who's left? Devontae, John Mechie, Mechie. Slade Bolden, Billingsley. Billingsley. Yeah. Smitty is not a blazer, right? Oh. I mean, he's not he's not a JMO blazer. He, yeah, no, he's not he a 4-2. Like Mechie is not a 4-2. He, he might be 4-4. Four, four. But they're both great route runners. Yeah, but a lot of it was Sarkeesian draw. I mean, you – Everybody knew Smitty was getting the ball. You knew it. Yeah. And he, you still – I mean, I would watch a game as an Alabama fan. I'm like, how is Smitty getting this wide open? What are defenses doing? But it was because he designed plays so well, you could not – he just helped his guys get open. So that, to me, that's why I say it's more scheme. Um, let, me, let me say this. Alabama has a ton of drops. They dropped the, – the receivers dropped the ball. They lot. do. They do, yeah. And I think Mr. Jeff told me this that I'm not I there's no I try to look this up, but there's just it's so there's not a lot of great stats out there, but it was something like Alabama's one of the top teams in the country when it comes to drops. Oh, I believe it. And that's just mind boggling. I mean, so that to me is not on Billy O, that's on the receivers. Yeah. I just we Alabama fans have been so spoiled with just great receivers over the past and this year we just man. Maybe we missed the last two or three recruiting cycles. Yeah. Now, I, I do like these freshmen. I I really they like do the look freshmen. very good. They just don't play enough. I wish Tyler Harrell, hopefully he can play more against LSU. I don't know why he didn't play. Speaking of somebody that hasn't been playing, Eli Ricks. Mm-hmm. Dude, 
that dude was he looked everybody's talking about how good Kool Aid looks this year. He looked way better than even Kool Aid. Like he he remind has his length. He looks like Patrick you see why Sertain. They had him in, you see why people had him going in the first round? Yeah. Why? I mean, I I know what has been said why, but I mean, why hasn't he been playing the whole or even the past two three games? The report the reports say is because practicing. He has been practicing well. I just find it funny and comical that he just all of a sudden started practicing better the game after after Arnold gets absolutely destroyed. Smoke. Yeah, after we give up 52 points. So, I'm not sure. I know that he should be starting the rest of the year. Now, look, Alabama runs a confusing defense. But, man, if you got to simplify it to get these guys on the field, to me, Eli Ricks, you know, we talked about it last week, having that dog. To me, he's got it. You know, he was up, he's jamming, he's so long, and he plays the ball. He yeah. turns his head and plays the ball. He don't just try to look at their eyes and then grab pass interference. And that's another thing I want to hit on. We were hard on Bama last week about the penalties and stuff. They only had three penalties. They cleaned it up. To me, the penalties are more on the road, so we'll see if it's fixed coming to going into Death Valley. But I will say, give the coaches and the players credit for they did clean up a lot of those penalties. Yeah. Um, you know, hopefully they can, again, it's they clean up the penalties, but, again, they were at home, which is where they don't really commit those penalties. We will see for sure. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and look at some, uh, some picks, some uh, picks that we got right, some picks that we got wrong, and we'll look at some big games coming up this week. All right, we're back. Let's look at last week's picks. So we had Syracuse at Clemson. Clemson was favored 13.5 points. They only won it by six, 27 to 21. That kind of surprised me. We both had Clemson win it, I think. Not as not as close. Yeah, no. I uh, Clemson benched DJ, their starting quarterback, yeah. for their backup Cade, his name is Cade. Cade Klubnik so, uh, or Kubnik, something yeah, like that. Yeah, Klubnik, Klubnik or something like that. Something, yeah. Clemson, I had Clemson win at 27-14. They won 27-21, a little bit closer. Syracuse jumped out to an early lead. But uh, Clemson had four turnovers, so it was just impressive that they won. Yeah, it was. Um, and, and Dabo even came out and said, even though they benched DJ, that he's he's still their starter going forward. Interesting. He, he said he made the he said you know sometimes Steph Curry shoots two for twenty five but you don't and bench him but he still <laughs> starts the next game that stat was proven wrong Steph Curry has never shot two for twenty five yeah he was going a little hyperbole trying to exaggerate to get his point across but so we'll see we'll see I mean I guess he's going to be the starter I'm expecting Dabo to keep his word next game uh, we got this one wrong I know I got this one wrong UCLA at Oregon Oregon won. 45 to 30. They looked good. Bo Nix, surprisingly, looked pretty good. Very good. Um, I know some people were giving him some Heisman talk. I think it's like way down oh my God. Heisman talk. I mean, I don't think he should be getting Heisman talk. But he did look good. Uh, 45 30, you know, over a number nine UCLA team. Steven, has any team, has any team during the college football playoff era had a better turn their season around? From an embarrassing getting waxed by Georgia, like forty nine to three, to what are they ranked now? They're like eighth in the country. Yeah, they were I mean, ten they when they beat UCLA. They have a legit shot to get into the playoffs. Yeah, I'm trying to think of their schedule. Who they have? They should have USC. Uh, not to face USC. And they should have Utah. My Utah Utes, baby. 
So you're going to say they're not going to beat Utah down the road. They are not. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, both of us got that wrong. We both had UCLA winning partially because it made South Alabama look good. Keep winning. But they did not pull it out. Next game, Texas at Oklahoma State. This was another one that I got wrong. I thought Texas, um, you know, having Ewers back, or they had him back last last game, and he, he looked um, looked good. This game, even though it was at OK State, I thought, you know, that offense will get going. Uh, now, they did put up 34 points, but OK State put up 41. Yeah, bad loss for Texas. You know, this – Texas has three losses. Alabama really hasn't beaten any good team, I would say. Every team we've beaten has three losses so far. So, I was kind of surprised. I really – I had high expectations for Texas. I thought they may have turned the corner. They're five and three, so, I mean, that – or four and three out. I think five and three, so, that's man, that's tough. Yeah. I was really shocked. Our next game on the list was – let's see, where am I at? Kansas. At TCU. Yeah, Kansas State at TCU. Kansas State at TCU. I had TCU winning 34-31. TCU won 38-28. Yeah, I had them winning 42-31. It was, yeah, 38-28, like you said. TCU still undefeated. They're kind of a quiet, undefeated team right now. I don't think – there's not many people talking about them. Um, Yeah, no. They have a legit – But they're – I mean, undefeated um, beat – who was it? Was it OK State they came back and beat? Yeah. Um, OK State had a pretty decent lead. Um, came back and won. Like I said, quiet undefeated team. We'll see if they can make some noise. Uh, last game, not ranked opponents, but SEC opponents. We just we didn't do very well on. I think we got what two picks. So Texas A and M at South Carolina. I don't know. Did you pick? No, who? I picked A and M. Yeah, I picked A and M. I thought their defense um, would create some turnovers and hold them and that type of stuff. Um, but that. Uh, South Carolina started the game off good. They returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown. They were winning 17 nothing with nine minutes left in the first quarter. Yeah. I mean, but how embarrassing of a loss. Texas A&M, for where they started the season, a lot of people are sleeper picked to go to the playoff, could win the SEC, to potentially not making a bowl game. Steven, I'm telling you, I said it last week, Jimbo could be on the hot seat. I don't know how he yeah. could. How could How couldn't he be? I think I don't, you hear me. So, how long has he been there? Three years? No. Yeah, he's been there six. Oh, Jimbo. Yeah, dude, oh. he's been there six years. I think. I think this is his sixth year. Okay, well, um, that's even worse. So, I mean, I just don't know if, I, if his buyout wasn't eighty million. But then there's some reports dude, that say that say Texas A&M donors they wouldn't even bat an eye at that just to get him out of there if they really feel. That he's doing a horrible job, which I mean, I think he is. He's been there long enough to have, and he hasn't done anything in his time there. So they were one of our overrated teams coming into the season. Um, yeah, you know, but South Carolina, dude, South Carolina's ranked, or not ranked, but they're five and two. Yeah, they are ranked 24th. So they're ranked now. Okay. So they're 24th. They're five and two, having, a, again, a quiet, good season. It was funny because uh, I was watching the game. Jordan Rogers was one of the, Commentator, I don't know if you heard what he said. <laughs> Spitzer Rattler made a throw, and he said, that, and he was talking about his arm strength. He was like, that throw right there, that's why he's one of the top quarterbacks in this year's draft, going to be one of the top quarterbacks in this year's draft, purely on arm talent. I was like, okay, good. He can throw it a mile long, but have you watched him play? 
Yeah, I didn't hear him that. I'm glad I didn't hear him say that because that is just – I called him up. That is very embarrassing. That could have been our did I do that. But let's go on to this week's pick, Stephen. We got a top 15 matchup. Let's start it off with Ohio State at Penn State. Ohio State is a 15.5-point favorite. I'll start that. I think Ohio State is just going to kill Penn State. Michigan destroyed Penn State, and I think Ohio State is going to do a lot of the same. Yeah, I think Michigan, or excuse me, Ohio State is better than Michigan. And like you said, now you can't compare. Oh, this team killed this team, so that means this can't. You know, you take every a game week, in and game every, every week, week changes, but I still think they're going to destroy them. I'm trying to. I mean, Ohio State puts up a lot of points each week. Um, I mean, Penn State has their running game, but the quarterback is. You know, he, he doesn't really scare Sean Clifford, no. A lot of people. Um I mean I think it's I don't know, it, it's gonna be more than the fifteen and a half, I believe. I'm gonna go Ohio State, obviously, but I'm gonna go forty two. Mm. I mean I think he's twenty eight. No, 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 wait. <laughs> Try to think. I'm gonna go forty two twenty one. I think it's a... Did you look at my paper? I didn't try to, did I? Is that what <laughs> no, you got? No, no, no. I got Ohio State winning 42-17. to 17. I just think they got too many athletes, too much skill. Yeah. Next game, number nine, Oklahoma State at number 22, Kansas State. Kansas State is a one-point favorite. This game is just about impossible to pick. Close your eyes and pick one. I guess I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. When they just beat Texas at home. This game is on the road. Kansas State, it's just ah, uh, you just never know. They're both coming off. Kansas State's coming off a, a loss, and Oklahoma State's coming off a big win. I guess give me Oklahoma State, like uh, 38-35. Yeah, I'm going to go Oklahoma State. Um, Kansas State only, is only averaging – they're not even averaging 30 points a game. Um, Oklahoma State is just under 45 points a game. So, uh, typically, offense always beats – Great defense, most of the time. So I think um, I think I, was, I think they they get up to. I'm gonna go 42 points again, but I'm gonna go 42 to 24. Next game, moving into the SEC, another uh, top 25 matchup. Number 19, Kentucky, at number three, one of the hottest teams, if not the hottest team in the country, Tennessee. Tennessee is a 12 and a half point favorite, which I think is low. Very low. Well, well, maybe they're, maybe because of Tennessee's defense, but other than that, I think it's low. Listen, I'm looking at it right now. To me, it's very low. Tennessee averages 50 points a game. Kentucky averages 26 points a game. Now, if, and then Tennessee almost averages 600 yards of offense. Kentucky does have a better defense, but as we saw against Alabama, good offense beats good defense. Give me Tennessee. Now, Here's the biggest key to this game. If you're listening, this is the biggest key. Tennessee, are they looking ahead to Georgia next week? If they are, they could stumble. It could be close. It could be scary. I just don't – I think they could be, but I think they're just more talented than Kentucky. I love Hendon Hooker. They got so many weapons. I think Cedric Tillman, they say this was the game he was going to try to come back for. So, give me Tennessee – I'm going to go a score of 40, 45 to 28. No, 45, 27. 
Forty-five, twenty-seven. All right. Yeah, I uh, could be more. Could be worse. Could be worse. Yeah, I think even though they hadn't been as good this year at it, Kentucky does. They still like to be a running team, and they like to run the ball, and their passing game is based off of that. I think they're going to try to, if they're smart, they're not going to try to get into a shootout. You know, they're going to try to let's run the ball, let's drain the clock. Um, but I, I mean, I, again, I don't think it matters. I still think Tennessee Tennessee is going to put up because the whole draining the clock thing. Tennessee scores so fast, you know, like in a minute, minute and a half. So even if they score, um, even if Kentucky drains the ball a little, you know, clock a little bit, Tennessee get it back and score in a minute and a half yeah. again. If Kentucky falls behind, they're going to get waxed. They are a running team, and if they don't have the lead, they're not going to win. I'm going to go Tennessee, but I'm going to go closer. I think Tennessee's defense is so bad. And Will Levis, I'm not as high as some people, but I still think he is a very good quarterback. I'm going to go 45. I think they put up 35 points. So I'm going to go 45-35 Tennessee. Um, next matchup, number 15, Ole Miss, who just lost to LSU at Texas A&M, who just lost to South Carolina. At home, A&M. I got Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin, respond. I got Ole Miss 37-21. to 21. I don't have a lot of respect for Texas A&M's offense. I, Ole Miss is just better than South Carolina. South Carolina just beat Texas A&M. I just don't think Texas A&M has the offense to compete with Ole Miss. Yeah, Ole Miss is only, only a two-and-a-half-point favorite, but that's got something to do with being at Texas A&M and their defense. But like you said, I don't um, – and we don't know if Haynes King is gonna if it if it's gonna be the five star true freshman for A and M. Um, Haynes King was kind of banged up, so they're down to you know a true freshman quarterback. I think, like you said, Lane Kiffin and them respond. I don't think they're gonna put up as many points because A and M does have a good defense, but it's gonna be enough. I'm gonna go thirty one to I'll do thirty one to twenty. Ole Miss. 31-20. Our next game, Florida at number one, Georgia. Georgia, a 22-point favorite. This is the same thing as the Tennessee-Kentucky game. Is Georgia looking ahead to Tennessee? I, I think even if they are, it doesn't matter. I don't think Anthony Richardson is good, is a good enough thrower of the football yeah. to beat Georgia. So, give me Georgia. I think it's closer than the spread. Has it? I got Georgia 31 to 21. Yeah, like you said, I, I think uh, Richardson is just not good enough as a actual like a, a passing quarterback. I mean, but also you don't know what, what Richardson are you getting. Are you getting like the Superman just going to make all these crazy plays? Or I, I don't know. I just think – but anyway, Georgia's better – um, I think it's just a hair under the spread. I think it's going to be 38-17 Georgia. Um, but we'll see. It's just, I mean, Georgia almost lost to Missouri. Should have lost to Missouri. So, it's just hard to know what you're getting week in and week out. But I think Georgia pulls it off. Last game we're going to do, Arkansas, or, uh, excuse me, Auburn was on a bye week this past week. So, it had two weeks to prepare. It's going to be Arkansas at Auburn. Arkansas is a four-point favorite. And I think they have K.J. KJ Jefferson back. They've had him back a couple, or at least last week, I know, but he's back and healthy, ready to go. This game is a sleeper game. Auburn coming off a bye. 
I still think I just don't think they have enough offense. Give me Arkansas 34-24. Yeah, this is hard because again, we know, you know Auburn haven't been very good this year. Their offense hasn't been good, but against Ole Miss before they went on the bye, we saw they ran the ball a lot more than they had been. Um, Arkansas's defense isn't very good. Um, so it, it's kind of a tough game for me, but I do think Arkansas pulls it out. I don't think it's a high-scoring game. I'm going to go Arkansas 28, Auburn 21. So I think it's a seven-point game. I'll go 28-21. Yeah, that's pretty good. You want to roll right into the NFL? Take a quick break. Yeah, let's go. Let's just do NFL. Yeah, let's roll into um, NFL. So it's funny. I, actually, I'll bring it up because this is happening live right now. So speaking of NFL, we don't do we don't talk a lot of fantasy, right? No, we don't. We don't. Well, we need, we need to bring that in the show more. So Hunter, our cousin, our Heath's brother, we're in a league. Hunter is trying to get me to trade him. I'll tell you. So he sent me Jamar. He wants Jamar Chase. I have Jamar Chase. He won't. He will give me Joe Mixon. Chris Godwin, and Dak Prescott. Who's your quarterback? That's who I got. I got to look at that. I think it's like because quarterbacks are key. I, th- I have Russell Wilson in two leagues, He's and that trash. has been a huge disappointment. But let's be honest; I don't think anybody expected him to be this bad. No, he's, he's um, trash. So it might be even worse. Tom Brady. <laughs> he, Lord have mercy. Um, Go home, Tom. I have Derek Carr on the bench, but he didn't I mean, do Derek's great. Not. Um, I so mean, yeah, Dak could be a top ten, top fifteen. Dak Prescott's better than those three cats. Absolutely. Up to you, man. Hey, we'll see. I'll look at it later, and I'll get back not to him deal, on that. Hunter. Not a bad deal. Not horrible. Not I'll look horrible. at it, see who I have it running back, and Godwin hadn't been doing much, but neither has anybody on the Bucks. Absolutely. Anyway, let's, let's go roll, ahead. Yeah, let's roll into our MVP favorites for the NFL. We love love the NFL. I know I love the NFL. So, let's do our top three, and we don't have to take too long on these. Yeah. So, I'm going to go, for me, I got Josh Allen uh, as my number one. I got Jalen Hurts as my number two. And, I, I mean, I think our lists are probably going to be a little similar maybe. And a shocker, number three for me. Saquon Barkley. He has responded this year. He's bounced back. He's doing really good. Saquon Barkley and uh, what's our coach's name? Brian. Brian Dayball, coach of the Brian year. Brian Dayball, run the ball. Brian Dayball, coach of the year. Yeah, I mean they're they're what are they six and one? Yep. Yeah. So I have like you, Josh Allen. Don't need to explain that much. Um, Jalen has looked very good. They're the only undefeated team in the NFL. Uh, he's looked very good, and I'm actually going. Um, I mean, I could see, I could see Saquon. I just think it's such, especially nowadays, it's such a quarterback league. Um, but if they keep winning, I mean, if hopefully, hopefully he can stay healthy. He's had a problem with that in the past. Um, don't want to see anybody get hurt. Um, hopefully, he can stay healthy and continue. I would love to see, love to see him win. I'd love to see someone other than a quarterback. But I'm going to go, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Oh. I know it's a it's like a uh, it's, it's, it doesn't sound like MVP conversation without Patrick Mahomes in there, but he's just been. I mean, what are what are the Chiefs' record? Five and two. Five and two. Yeah, they lost to the Colts, who just pinched. Yeah, I don't, know. For the year. I don't know. how that happened. And they lost to Josh Allen, the Bills. Yeah. Um, 
no shame in losing to Josh Allen and the Bills. Don't know how you lost to the Colts. Um, but their offense is still – I mean, you know, we thought – we said their offense would have to change a little bit with not having Tyreek Hill. Uh, I think, I mean, it's changed a little bit. But, I mean, they're still putting up a lot of yards, a lot of points. They're very – and their defense actually – well, actually, I, yeah. the, the the Bills and Chiefs game was surprisingly low-scored low game. Yeah. Um, so, both defenses showed up to play. Um, so, yeah, I'll go – I hope Jalen wins. Obviously, you know, yeah. coming from Bama, but just a great guy. Everything he's been through. Uh, would love to see Jalen win it. Tua came back last night. Um, some questionable plays of lowering his shoulder and head and trying to get extra yardage. Like, dude, goodness, dude, slide you, you, down. Yeah, you trying to get back into the hospital. Um, he looked. He looked he, decent. He looked decent. I mean, you know, he had some rough he plays. He looked. He looked. How bad it was. Yeah, he looked rusty. He looked. Um, you know, he he'd been out for a while, but glad to see him back. Hopefully, he can stay healthy. So, I guess let's go ahead and run through. This week's, this upcoming week's games. I got it pulled up. First game Thursday night, prime video. Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens at Tom Brady, the three and four Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Man, we just, I mean, this game, this is not as bad as they've had in prime time the past two, three weeks in a row. But it's this still, game, I'm excited it, for this game. Yeah, I mean, it, it's better than the, the games they've had. You know, the Broncos and Colts and then Reds or excuse Commanders. me, excuse me, not the Redskins, I'm sorry. Don't cancel me. Commanders and Bears. Um so it's a it's better than those games, but yeah. still not like you know, the Bucks, which everybody expected the didn't expect the Bucks to be this bad. Um they're horrible. Ravens hadn't looked great. Lamar Jackson didn't have a good game. Uh it's at the Ravens? Yeah. No, at the Bucks. At the Bucks. I still think I'll still go with the Ravens because of because of Lamar Jackson and how bad the Bucks have looked. I'll go with the Ravens on this. Yeah, I'm going the Ravens as well. The Buccaneers have scored one offensive touchdown the last two weeks. They got beat by two of the worst teams in the NFL the last two weeks. Give me the Ravens. I like Lamar Jackson. We got the Dolphins at the Lions. Yeah, uh, two are back. We talked about it. Their offense, even though he didn't look – Perfect, which nobody does, but he didn't look amazing. Their offense just is so different when he's in there. Yeah. Um, plus, the Lions are one of the worst, the worst team in the NFL right now. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to go Dolphins. Yeah, I'm going Dolphins as well. Next game, the Patriots at the Jets. The Patriots actually play tonight. We're recording on Monday night. Yeah. Right before Monday night football. Mac Jones is back. He is starting tonight. The Jets, surprisingly, dude, the NFC East is loaded. If the Patriots win tonight, which I think they will, every team in that division is above 500 after seven games. That's insane. Yeah. Um, That's insane. So, Patriots and Patriots Jets. Jets. Uh, Jets just lost Brees Hall. Yeah, they did. Um, Jets have been playing really good, but I think uh, – I go Patriots, I think, getting Mac Jones back. Their defense, their defense has been good all year, but I think their offense is starting to get somewhat of a rhythm, find their self, so I'll go Patriots. I'll go Patriots as well. Uh, next game in London, Broncos at the Jaguars. Well, it's in London, so Broncos and Jaguars. Oh, man. What a game that nobody's going to – it's a good thing it's in London because it's an early game. Nobody's going to watch it over here. Right. Um, uh, I mean, Broncos are just so bad. Jags have shown promise, but still record doesn't show that they're – but I'll, I'll, I'll go Jags. They've shown some promise. Broncos have just been atrocious. 
So I'm going to go. Did you see there shopping Jerry Judy? Yeah. Which I'm sure he wouldn't be upset with getting out of there. Yeah, no. He's good. I got Jaguars as well. Next game, Panthers at Falcons. I'm going to go Falcons. Panthers are horrible, even though they just somehow whooped the Bucks. Yeah, the Falcons. I got the Falcons as well. They've looked, you know, better than I thought they would this year. Next game, Bears at the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys Bears are easy. terrible. Don't even talk about that. Cardinals at the five and one Vikings. Are they five and one? There's okay. They're not getting I a told lot of talk. Win the NFC North. Um, Cardinals hadn't. David, you Cardinals, you got to call up Cliff. Say what's going on, buddy. Um, yeah, I'll go. Um, Vikings on that. Yeah, I like the Vikings there as well. Next game, Raiders at the Saints, who have been absolutely bad. Yeah. Uh, Raiders have kind of gotten a little bit of a four, groove. Yeah, yeah I mean, they were like what? They, they, they were 0-3. Three. Three, they won a game, should have beat the Chiefs, and then. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to say Raiders pulled this one out. I got Raiders as well. Steelers at the Eagles. Eagles 11-point favorite. Yeah, Eagles going to stay undefeated. Steelers. Had a close game with the Dolphins, but didn't pull it out. I'm going Eagles. Eagles as well. Titans, 4-2. and two. They started 0-2. They've bounced back at the Texans. I'm going to go. Or Titans are favored. Yeah, I'm going to go Titans on that one. They're going to feed the beast. Derrick Titans Henry. as well. Commanders without Carson Wentz at the Colts. Colts making a quarterback change. Benching Matt Ryan. Again, both teams horrible, so you don't really know what to get. Um I think Ellinger gives him a little bit. He get he not that he's a fantastic passer, but he is a little bit mobile, so it gives him a little something extra at the quarterback position. I mean, I, I, it's just hard because both teams are just not good. I'll go Colts. Yeah, I'll go Colts as well. I think Ellinger maybe give him gives him a boost. Forty ers who just got Christian McCaffrey at the Rams. Man, can you imagine once he's all in on the playbook? Debo. Debo. Him, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. George Kittle. Um, who they at? Who'd you say again? At the Rams. At the Rams, yeah. I think they get this one. I'm going to say the 49ers get it. Yeah, I mean, I think we agree on every game. I got the 49ers as well. Next game, six and one Giants at the Seahawks without DK. Without DK, even if they had them, I don't think it would matter. Giants are going to keep going. They're going to improve to seven and one. I actually got the Seahawks on this game. Uh, I really like Geno. The Giants eventually are going to have to lose. They keep squeaking out these games. So, yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess just give me the Seahawks. And then the Sunday Night Football, the three and four Packers at the Bills. Bills by a million. Yeah, Packers and Bucks have been two of the – well, not – there's been some really disappointing team, Colts, Broncos, but definitely two disappointing teams. Uh, yeah, I think the Bills whoop them. Last game, Monday Night Football, Cincinnati Bengals at the Cleveland Browns. Cincinnati's found a groove. They started off very rough. I'm going to go Bengals. I'm going to go Bengals as well. And that will wrap it up for us on this episode. We really appreciate everybody for listening. Follow us on social media, Tim's Corner Sports Talk. Email us your questions at timscornersportstalk at gmail.com. Let us know if you want us to talk about any certain topics. Let me also mention my wife. She sent me a link. Baker High School local shout-out. They made the playoffs. Good so job, Baker. Need to throw that in there. Good go. job, Baker. It's been the first time. It's uh, been a little bit, a few years. Yeah. They they upset, like, the number five team yeah. in, the, in the state. So, good job, Baker. But Alabama's got to buy next week, so we just get to watch great football. That's right. All right. We appreciate everybody listening. 
Don't forget to subscribe, listen. Until next week, see ya. See ya.